And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to Panelology. I'm Alex. And I am Brian. And it's time for October 2021 solicitations. Or as I labeled them, September 21 solicited. But yeah, no, that's October. <laughs> yes. I fixed it. Yes. I probably I probably copied over from October or September <laughs> and never changed it in the first place. But I fixed it. Yeah, I'll get it. Just a I'll moment ago. Yeah, we don't want to re we yeah, we don't want to relive that. We can just move on. Yeah. October's no. good. It is the spoopiest month with many spoopy books. That's right. October, right? No, we don't do that one anymore. <laughs> Turns out that's a Howard Stern thing. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Mm. It was nice while it lasted. Indeed, indeed. Because it was always the No Bullying Brian month, that's why. Well, you know. We've also kind of moved this, on from that, so, you know. This too shall pass. We can bully Brian once more. <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, let's talk about comics, because I need this episode to be short, because I'm in tech and don't want to have to edit much. Fair enough. And then you know what? It should be, because uh, except for DC, it sounds like uh, everyone took a break from introducing new stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, of course, we actually will start with Boom and House of Slaughter, number one. This is a sort of uh, spin-off and early history of uh, Something is Killing the Children. We actually get, uh, on Free Comic Book Day, a teaser of this a taste of this as a free comic book day issue if you are reading the book and up to date now you know this latest arc of something is killing the children actually flashes back to when erica first joined the order of saint george and this book is very much like living in that same point in time in that same spy in that same space James Tynan and Warner Deladera are bringing in Tate Bromball and Chris Sheehan to write and draw, respectively, the book. Uh, Chris Sheehan just finished up The Autumnal over at Vault, which was amazing. So I'm super excited for it. Yeah, very cool. And now we turn to DC and their deluge of comics. Yeah, they got a lot. Here we go. Arkham City, The Order of the World, number one of six. Dan Waters and Danny on a book together. The Coffin-Bound team. Need I say more? Um, not really, no. Not, not much. Well, I will anyway. Okay, go ahead. Uh, a bunch of inmates escaped Arkham in the A-Day attack, mm -hmm. and one of the few surviving nurses, Jocasta J, has to round up her former patients. Oh, and there's a... Avenging Angel with a flaming sword running around? Who could that be? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Jump all that. <clears throat> Sorry. Yes. What? Yeah. Um. You, you coughed a little bit there. That's okay. Oh, I can yeah. fix that in post. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Task Force Z number one. Brian, what is this book? So, uh, yeah. Have you ever wanted? Um. Have you ever wanted? You know, Suicide Squad, but with with you know, because the brisk of that is that they die and they're expendable. But what if the whole team's already dead? 
then uh, then then I guess you get Task Force Z. So yeah, these are um these are no longer dead folk who are all forming a, <laughs> a new squad. Previously pining for the fjords, now all fjorded out. That's it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Matthew Rosenberg with pencils by Eddie Barrows, inks by uh, Eber Ferreira, and uh, yeah, I think this is going to be kind of a, a a cool different take. Yeah, and if you're wondering who who might be the best suited person to lead a Gotham teamed zombie task force. That's Red Hood. Who who knows more about coming back from the dead? There you go. Catwoman, Lonely City number one. This is a three, uh, I'm sorry, four issue Black Mask prestige series written and drawn and lettered and colored by Cliff Chang. Yeah, that's I like as soon as I was like, wait, everything Cliff is all Cliff Chang. Oh, this is going to be good. Cliff Chang all the way down, and it's an old Lady Selina story in a world where uh, Batman, Nightwing, Commissioner Gordon, and Joker all died in the same, like, catastrophe. Uh, yeah, and who's uh, who's in charge of Law & Order in this, uh, Alex? That would be Mayor Harvey Dent in his Bat Cops. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me about Batman the Imposter, Brian. So um, this is, let me jump back up here real quick. Uh, this is a book by Matson Tomlin uh, with art by uh, Andrea Sorrentino. Anyone? Uh, yeah, this Love is, me some Andrea Sorrentino art. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be three issues. Um, and essentially this is, uh, I, I get the impression that this is kind of a, uh, an AU, an alternate, you know, Elseworlds kind of uh, book where someone is uh, posing as the Batman and is not afraid to actually kill the villains uh, and is doing it live streaming. So everyone sees it, and uh, Bruce has to figure out who it is and how he can take back his name and stop it. We also have our next Batman Secret Files entry with Peacekeeper 01. Yeah, this is, uh, this is James Tynan and Ed Brisson. Pencils Joshua Hickson. Um I, I mean, you know this you know the story with these by now, right? Uh we get we get a uh kind of a deep delve on uh on Peacekeeper O one, who uh featured rather prominently in uh Batman this week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Appropriate for October, DC versus Vampires, number one of twelve. Uh if you like DCist, this is playing in the same kind of space. It is an alternate world, an Elseworlds kind of story where uh, there be vampires. Yeah, and if you told me, um, if you wanted to pick two kind of alternate, different, you know, uh, different edgy takes on things to work together to come up with something, uh, who would you pick? These two might have, have ended up on that list by definitely that would be a james tynan and a matthew rosenberg with uh art from otto schmidt yeah like everything about this is going to be good uh just if we didn't mention this is going to be a 12 issue series yes yeah we also have uh an unlikely duo teaming up starting in october now if you think brian about (laughs) green arrow Mm -hmm. and who green arrow might team up with who comes to mind um, a whole lot of people on the list before this person. 
Yeah, I mean, you might have said a Green Lantern. A you might have said. I mean, those are the obvious. right. A even, Green Canary. Even even a Batman, right? Batman would be Red a Arrow. Sure. Speedy. Um, you probably you probably did not name someone from a world where arrows don't work well. Aquaman. Yeah, they don't fire through the water quite so good. Uh, no, unless unless he becomes Green Harpoon, maybe. Oh, <laughs> as somebody who played an archer in D and D in a campaign that primarily spent time on a boat and often underwater, let me tell you, Ollie's going to have a bad day for this seven issue miniseries. <laughs> who is this by uh, Alex? It is by Brandon Thomas, which excites me because yeah. I've been digging his Aquaman work. With Pencils and Inks by Ronan Claquette. And uh, the book's title, which we haven't actually said out loud with our human mouths yet, yep. is Aquaman Green Arrow Deep Target. Yeah, and this is, uh, if you're wondering why they might have chosen these two characters, it turns out this is the 80th anniversary for both of them. So they're kind yeah. of doing this as a bit of a celebration uh, story. Yeah. Speaking of targets, Brian. Yeah. We've got another target. We do. Starting a miniseries. Yeah. Um, a human target. We do. So if I told you somebody was going to do a 12-issue series on a character that hasn't seen much love recently, um, but promises to be probably really, really good, who who might come to mind as the writer of said thing? Well, because I know the answer. <laughs> of course you do. I'm going to guess... Tom King? You would be correct, sir. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah, this is Tom King's next 12-issue series that he's going to be doing. Now, um, now, Brian, let's yeah. sweeten the pot. Who's the artist? Greg Smallwood. Greg Smallwood. I don't know how much of this art you've seen, Brian. Uh, I have seen a couple of stills, and holy cow. I I mean, yeah. it's it's a comic book. It's oh, all they're all stills. stills. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I've seen a couple of clips, and uh, let me <laughs> tell you, these are amazing. I mean, they were just somebody videoing, you know, a picture, but that was... <laughs> uh, Smallwood tweeted out sort of an inspiration, like a, a, a list of inspiration for his art style for this. And, like, you get a lot of sort of pulp novels and stuff like that. But there was one piece that was a little unexpected that I, I adore as a stylistic choice. And it's his sort of visual reference for backgrounds. Something that looks, you know, stylish in a very sort of specific way. Like that sort of 60s pulp vibe. Um but that is a little less detailed that's a little lower not lower res but you know a little little less busy mm -hmm. and he posted several background images like the actual background cells from 101 dalmatians oh hey which sounds insane but if you look at the the art he's posted it totally fits and looks fantastic yeah i i i can see that yeah yeah yeah, I, I'm super excited for this. Uh, Human Target's a character that, like I said, hasn't seen a lot of love recently, but it's always uh, always has a lot of potential when someone writes him. So. Well, and in that category of characters who haven't seen a lot of love but have a lot of potential, <laughs> who's he entangled with? Uh, are you talking about Lex Luthor? I'm talking about the Justice League International. Oh, oh, oh. He's mixed up in business with them. Oh. Uh... I see that. I, I don't think that's part of the uh, solicitation, sir. 
like all their arms are on the cover. Oh, okay, yeah, the cover was not what I saw. I saw like one interior oh, okay. still, I think. Gotcha. Was it the one of was it ice or fire in his office? Yeah, I believe that was the one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Wonder Woman 80th anniversary 100 page super spectacular. Okay. You guys all know what these are now. Yeah, right, we right. do. And in addition to that, let's just open this up with saying uh, you're going to hear a whole lot of Wonder Woman because uh, it, it is her 80th anniversary and they're doing like they're even having a Wonder Woman, you know, kind of like they do a Batman day. Right. Yeah. They're going to do a Wonder Woman day, too, which is, I think, super, super cool. So we're kicking that off with this 100 page super spectacular from. Becky Cloonan, Michael W. Conrad, Jordi Belair, Mark Wade, Tom King, Steve Orlando, G. Willow Wilson, Amy Reader, Jim Chong, Paulina Ganeshaw, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, Amy Reader, Evan Doc Shaner, Isaac Goodhart, Gabriel Piccolo, and more. Yep. Uh, it'll be fun. We've had a bunch of these at this point, including kind of, kind of already a big Wonder Woman issue with 750. I think she's the first one to get a second round of these. I, I think you may be right. Other, yeah. other than maybe Batman. I think Batman got like Detective yep, 27 and then a Batman 80th and then Batman one, or Detective Comics 1000. Right. So like Batman's triple dipped, but well, that's billionaires. He's Batman. So yeah. yeah. Uh, There's some other can, cool Wonder Woman stuff coming out though. Yes, uh, the first up in that list, and this is something that if you've paid attention for a while, you've probably heard mentioned before. This was announced a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and has just been in the works for a while. Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons, number one of three, asterisk. We'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> Written by Kelly Sudakonic with pencils and inks by Phil Jimenez. Uh, there is cover art for this book and i think maybe even a little bit of a tease of interiors maybe i've seen it's it's gonna be gorgeous uh that asterisk if you if you follow kelly sudakonic and matt fractions newsletter you might already know this uh i think that's the only place they've announced this this is actually the first of three trilogies from i believe this same team at least from kelly sue that are part of a larger nine-issue total epic history of the Amazons. We also have... Oh, I was going to say, yeah, that's very exciting. I'm, yeah, like, all of this sounds super, super cool. We also have uh, collected entirely in a single one-shot special, Wonder Woman, The Adventures of Young Diana. Yeah, these are the backups that have been running in Wonder Woman lately. Yeah, these this and I think I've mentioned this a couple of times. Like this is the most boom looking story and book DC has ever done. It's very very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Jordi Belair and Paulina Ganeshaw, uh With does Paulina Ganeshaw color herself? Um, I want to say Becca Carey is the letterer. Uh, let's see if I've got it. I'm going off of memory at this Hang point. On, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not sure. Oh. I'll double check it and edit that out if I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. We also have Nubia and the Amazons number yeah, one. Yeah, now Alex, this is crazy because one of these people I know would absolutely tick your must buy, and the other one would absolutely tick my must buy. Written by Vita Ayala and Stephanie Williams, with pencils by Aletha Martinez and inks by Mark Morales. Yeah. I mean, what is not to like? We got Vita Ayala, we got Stephanie Williams, we got pencils. Like, the art, like, 
and it's Nubia. This is everything about this. It's just like, tick this box, check this box, check this box. Like, everything's great. It's all good. Nothing wrong. Let's let's get all yep. these. Uh, we're, we're looking at Nubia as the new queen of the mascara. Uh, this will pick up events from Infinite Frontier. And if I had to guess, Wonder Girl as well. I think probably Some so, of what's yeah. going on with Yara Floor, where we've mostly seen Nubia so far. Uh, and then, yeah, this creative team's just fantastic. Aletha Martinez did the Future State Nubia art, along with Mark Morales. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely here for it. Yeah, and then uh, if you do go to uh, go to your local comic book shop on uh, on Wonder Woman Day, they're going to release a little uh, a little like Wonder Woman special edition kind of free book that day. Also, cool. Yeah, so. And uh, finally, not a Wonder Woman book, but our last DC book, and the return of Hill House Comics. Yes. Uh, one of, not only not only one of my two favorite Hill House books, mm-hmm. but just an incredible title as a follow up to Bucket Full of Heads. <laughs> I mean, when your we bucket, will be getting when your bucket fills up, what do you do with them, right? You put them in the fridge. This is refrigerator full of heads. <laughs> what a great title, man. This is by Rio Ewers and Tom Fowler. Uh, picking up in the world of Basket Full of Heads on Brody Island. And expanding its lore when a couple of new folks come to town and realize just how insane this fucking island is. Yeah, this is going to be another six-issue series, Steve. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Over at Image, we have Fine Print Volume 1, which is another creator-owned series by Stepan Shayek, uh, about broken hearts, bad decisions, and legal contracts for one's soul with a pair of succubus and incubus demons. As you do. Like you do. As you do, yeah. Uh, as it as it says in the solicitation, when the lead finds herself with the rare opportunity to have her broken heart patched by the highest-rated god of desire... What could possibly go wrong? I mean, who's going to say no to that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have The Magic Order 2, number one of six. Yeah, this is Mark Miller. Uh, the art is by Stuart uh, Eminen. Uh, this was, uh, The Magic Order 1 was a was a very cool book about a family who, uh, like, their whole thing was... Uh, like their whole family had magic and about protecting it and that whole thing. And uh, this is going to be the, uh, the, the second run of that. So this is uh, six issues also. Uh, I really yeah. enjoyed the first one and am very much looking forward to this one. We also have from Image, A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Yeah, this is Rick Remender uh, with art by uh, Andre Araujo. Um this is a new this is gonna actually gonna be an ongoing series, so uh get ready for uh get ready for a few issues here. Uh and this is a uh crime series, which uh we don't always get uh too many of those, so I'm excited about one of those. Uh we don't get many of those and we get even fewer that aren't written by Ed Brubaker. Exactly. That was <laughs> very, very good. Um this is um a man stumbles upon uh a assassin from the dark web like the contract for an assassin from the dark web and um t- kind of turns himself into one so this is like a kind of an everyman stepping into this world and uh what happens and what he finds so uh yeah sounded pretty cool nice 
over at Marvel. Now, I think I've alluded to these first two titles on our regular episodes. I had kind of decided, you know, my, my pull list is a little out of hand. I've got theater work coming up. I was looking for some things that, you know, I could cut. And I saw, well, you know, Venom has wrapped up. Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run is wrapping up. I could take a little bit of a break from both of those books. Um, and you know how the saying goes, Alex makes plans and Marvel laughs. Yes. So now Venom is being written by Al Ewing and Rom V, with art by Brian Hitch. Which, you know, Rom V, Al Ewing, this whole creative team, like it, it becomes a must-read I, book. I, I really, really don't want to read a Venom book, but I really, really am going to have to get this and try it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's promising one of the most ambitious uh, books in symbiote history, which is, I think, a big claim coming off of Donny Cates' run, but one that this team could absolutely deliver on. Uh, it talks about horror elements and mind-bending tales of symbiosis. Uh, we don't get a lot of details about what this is going to be about, although I can make some guesses. Yeah, uh, I think given given how Kate's run ended up and the, it, it, that it didn't put all the toys back in the toy box, and given that Al Ewing is doing a lot of heavy lifting on Marvel's space books right now, I'm guessing we're going to see Venom in space, and I'm guessing that... Uh, the status quo of Venom and who is in the suit uh, will be picking right up from where Kate's run leaves off. Yeah. So before you get to the second one, I'm going to say uh, uh, I'm going to I'm going to move down to another one real quick, just so I can segue and say I know why Al Ewing is going to be having the time to do this book, and that's because he's wrapping up uh, Immortal Hulk with number fifty. He is. We've known for a couple yeah. of years now that fifty would be the last issue. Um, both Immortal Hulk and Gamma Flight will wrap up in October, yeah. bringing his time there to an end. Uh, as an aside, I imagine this will be a November solicitation since it's not in October. But Brian, do you know who's going to be taking over the Hulk? Um, I, I can almost guarantee you clearly by your tone, it's somebody that I'm going to have to read. So, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Uh, he's got the time now that he's left Venom. Oh, God. Thanks, Donnie. Great. Donnie Cates and Al Ewing have traded oh books. Uh, Donnie, joining Donnie Cates. Donnie Cates writing Hulk? Oh, my. Now, I'm going to see and raise. Uh, I'm not going to make you guess who the artist is, because, again, I want this episode not to be 18 years long. Mm. But uh, given the popularity of, popularity of Invincible, how surprised would you be to learn that Ryan Otley is drawing the Hulk. I would be a little bit surprised. I mean, I'd be surprised because I didn't think of it. I would not be surprised hearing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That Because, oh my God, that's what a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that in November. Let's do that. Or whenever it gets solicited. Yeah. For now, we've got a couple more Death of Doctor Strange tie-ins. Uh, one for the Avengers and one for Strange Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers is from Alex Packnadel and Ryan Bodenheim, and Strange Academy is from Scotty Young and Mike Del Mundo. Uh, we also have Brian. See, Brian threw me off by jumping forward in the I notes, did. and Sorry I missed the that. second of the two books. The second of the two books I teed up when we switched to Marvel. Not only was I thinking about phasing out Venom, but I was going to take a break on Spider-Man. But no, no Marvel. You don't even Marvel. get one writer, one good writer that you like to replace it, do you, Alex? 
they have returned to the bullpen, which includes <laughs> Kelly Thompson and Saladin Ahmed, two of my favorite writers in comics right now, along with Cody Ziegler, Patrick Gleason, and Zeb Wells, none of whom is a slouch. Don't. That, that's Patrick the thing. Gleason is normally what you think of when you get bullpen writing, right? Is you get one or two, one or two pretty good people, and then you get some that are like, eh, okay, yeah, they're fine or whatever. But um, no, no, they're they're all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patrick Gleason will also be sometimes jumping in on art duties, such as with number seventy-five. Uh, also. Ben Riley is back in town and taking over as the Spider Man. Yeah, this is another book. I, yeah, and I think you're right. I think it's it, it makes sense that Venom and Spider Man are both kind of relaunching that month together because I think you're right. I think both of them are going to have new people in their in their suits. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that this makes the first time that the same writer has been writing Amazing and Miles at the same time. Yeah, I would I would not be surprised to see a good bit of uh, collaboration between those two titles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially, we don't know why, why Peter's not Spidey. Uh, there's a cover that raises some questions. Uh, like, can he be Spidey? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that Miles will have something to say about Ben Riley showing up. Should be good. We have another Marvel's Voices issue coming out this month. Uh this one focusing on this one focusing on Latinx voices and heroes. Uh Marvel's Voices Community or Comunidades. Uh we get stories from Daniel Jose Older, Carla Pacheco, Terry Bloss, Juan Ponce, Leonardo Romero, Edgar Delgado, Anid Balam, Vanessa Del Rey. Adriana Mello, Leonardo Romero, Nico Leon, Alisa A. Martinez, and a cover by Joe Quesada. Uh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man, I assume Miles, White Tiger, Ghost Rider, and other characters, plus a new hero getting a debut. Yeah, these are these are always fun. Like I said, a lot of times uh, you'll always find one or two at, at least. Sometimes they're all good, but you'll always find at least one or two really, really good stories in these. Yeah. In these anthology type books. Tell me about Luke Cage, City of Fire, number one of three. Yeah, so three issues. This is by uh, Jose Anderson with art by Farid Karami. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the first part of this, and I think that's probably enough to give you an idea what this is. And that is that uh, uh, a black man gets shot and murdered um, by a police officer in New York, and Luke Cage becomes involved. Yeah. yeah. We also have Spinning Out of the Pages of Avengers. Phoenix Song, Echo, number one of five. Uh, Rebecca Roanhorse, which uh, we saw in one of the Marvel Voices uh, books earlier. And Luca Maresca on art. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is the story of Echo learning how to deal with Phoenix Force. And uh, it's always exciting when you get, especially when you get somebody who like kind of has no um experience with the phoenix force and has to figure it out so yeah i, I mean I, i'm i'm looking forward to it me too <laughs> and finally at vault a pair of titles the first you also may remember being discussed earlier this year uh radio apocalypse number 1 
written by Ram V with art by Anand Radhakrishnan. Uh, this was, I think, originally shooting for like a March April release, and the team decided, you know what, we want to we want to take our time. Ram mm-hmm. V recently, uh, he and his wife had a kid, so like, understandable that decision to manage time wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the team that did Blue and Green last year, and. Graffiti's Wall. They do tremendous work. This is about uh, Earth after it's been hit by a huge space rock uh, that turned most of the world to dust. But in a small town called Bakerstown, there is the last radio station on the planet. That's right. My town. There it is. Yep. Uh, so this this seems like fun and weird and the kind of thing that like i don't know exactly what to expect from but because of the team i know it will be probably one of my favorite books let's be realistic yeah i mean look at look at like swamp thing recently and how romvi has kind of turned that into a little bit more unusual I, when he mm-hmm. does kind of these a little bit off center things i think they turn out wonderful i mean many deaths of lila star oh yeah another great example yes yeah, And then finally, we have The Rush, number one, written by Cy Spurrier, with art by Nathan Gooden. Uh, this is set in 1899 in Yukon Territory, and it is a horror book set against the gold rush. There you go. The, uh, the trade dress for these issues spells out The Rush as an acronym. This hungry earth reddens under snow-clad hills. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I, it's going to be fun and weird it and spooky. It, actually, it absolutely will. Yep. That's awesome. And that is October. We did it. We made it to the end. We did. And uh, as as promised, it was pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Panelology is a member of the Certain POV Network. If you're looking for other cool podcasts about popular culture, go to certainpov.com. You can visit us at panelologypodcast.com, support us at patreon.com slash panelology, get merch at bit.ly slash panelologymerch, capital P, capital M, or send us questions, comments, or whatever at bit.ly slash panelologymailbag. Again, capital P, capital M. I'm Alex. And I'm Brian. Go pre-order comics. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.